one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There are all different sizes of businesses. Big business, small business, that awkward growing phase business, the running this thing from my garage business, and the OMG we can't hire fast enough business. Wherever you are in your business journey, HubSpot's powerful but easy-to-use CRM platform grows with you. It lets all of your teams work together seamlessly, whether that's just you and your roommate or colleagues across multiple time zones. Grow better with HubSpot by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. Learn more at HubSpot.com. Good news. You started a company. Now you have to run it. When you look out into the sea of CRMs, it can look extremely blue. But HubSpot is here to give your company a more human approach. We're a CRM that's easy to use, aligns all your teams seamlessly, and delivers a better experience for your customers. So your business feels like a helpful partner and not just some company trying to force a sale. There's a better way to help grow your business by connecting your people, your customers, and your business. HubSpot. Grow better. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Lisa McCabe. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, a Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. I'm so grateful to have you here. We are going to talk about that wonderful thing called resilience, developing resilience and bouncing back from setbacks post COVID. I'm hoping it's so past COVID. Uh, but yeah, please, please, please let it be past COVID. But you've done fabulous, amazing work at Lovely Leaps. You are a dancer and you train girls and children how to dance and move and groove their bodies, which is awesome. And you pivoted during the COVID to bring people dance still by bringing it virtual, which, uh, yeah. you know, some people are thinking, hey, I'm a dancer. How do I do that? But you can still get your stuff out there. So you've done an amazing job that way. Share with the audience a little bit about your business, your, you know, your backstory and a little bit about Lovely Leaps. Yeah. So, um, 
Well, Lovely Leaps, are we're passionate about cultivating the love of dance in the younger generation. So we really focus on the love of movement. Um, we do correct positions and things like that, but that's not our main focus. Our main focus is for children to fall in love with um, moving around, dancing, exercising, being active, and just the benefit of getting the body moving and the blood flowing and um, yeah, that, that's the heart behind Lovely Leaps. And I started teaching dance way back, like, oh, oh my gosh, when I was like 15, 16, and um, to offset cost with our studio, because my parents were paying like 3000 a month for me and my sisters to dance. And so to offset the cost just a little bit, my my parents came up with an idea that maybe I could help with the toddler classes at the studio and instead of getting paid, they um, they offset our cost. So I started doing that and I fell in love with teaching the little babies and like it turned into something really beautiful where I was like, I'll do this just for free. Like, just let me <laughs> teach the little babies. This is so much fun. And so um, that's where I started. Then, um, you know, I grew up and I quit dance, joined it again, quit again. And I'm so happy it came back into my life the way it did after I had my daughter. Can you tell me what happened to make you initially leave dance and, and what brought you back to the world of dance? Yeah, when I was about 18, so like my senior year in high school, um, I developed like an eating disorder. Not, not, it wasn't too crazy to the point where people noticed it. It was just like, I would look at myself in the mirror and just hate what I see. I would nitpick. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I ate a cupcake. Let me go run 10 miles. Or um, I ate over 400 calories. Let me go do some like 50 sit-ups before I go to bed. And it was just so mentally draining that I just didn't love dance anymore. Like I would walk into the classroom, I would see myself in the mirror and I would just hate what I saw. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and I'm super analytical. So I was like, what is the root cause of this? Like why, mm -hmm. why am I hating my body? Like I'm realistically, I'm not overweight. I'm, I was only like a hundred pounds, not even. And I was like, so logically I'm not overweight, but why do I feel overweight? Why do I see myself this way? And, um, I started researching it and stuff and it just came down to I needed to stop dancing to be healthy and to mentally love myself. And so um, I, I just quit. I told my parents, I'm like, I can't dance anymore. I'm not happy. It's, mm -hmm. I don't like the way I look and stuff. And they were like, okay, well, yeah, we'll support you, whatever you want to do. Cause my parents are just amazing support system. And um, so then I quit and then uh, like a few years go by and um, my church approaches me to do, uh, to run their dance team. And I was really kind of over it at the time. I was like, ah, I really don't like dance, but um, sure, like I'll, I'll choreograph, but I won't perform on stage. Like I just can't put myself through that. And um, you know, one thing led to another and I was performing on stage and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually missed this. This is so <laughs> and, and so like, um, it, and so once I started dancing back with my church and stuff, like it brought to life a new form of dance that um, I didn't experience because with ballet, it's so strict and structured. And then with like 
dance without putting a title on it and just kind of loving the movement and create whatever you feel matches the song. Like there was just a whole new freedom with it that I experienced. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how I got back into dancing. Wow, Lisa, I love, 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 love your story. For, for me, I had a hate of my body for a different reason. Um, but what was interesting is when I was younger, in my early 20s, dance brought me back to loving my body. So, you know, everyone has their own, you know, personal story of, you know, maybe how they view their body or whatever movement. But for me, I felt very not comfortable in my body and and dance is what made me feel comfortable to be inside of me so it's so so awesome and uh so when you came back and then you realized oh my gosh i totally missed this but i love the freedom of not having to put rigid titles and stay in you know third position whatever it is uh how do you bring that with loving leaps into helping kids discover their own movement and and being comfortable with using their body How, how does that come about for you yes so I, um, I started with Chiquetti Method, and it's a strict program where um, people from France and Italy fly out to the States and test you out of the level starting from age like two, basically. And so you do the same thing over and over and over again, and then at the end of the year, you get tested out, and it's just super rigorous. And I, I looked at that system, and I was like, I do appreciate the repetition because it instilled great technique inside of me. But then mentally, over half of almost all of the kids that graduated with me aren't dancing anymore because they just couldn't mentally handle the pressure of dance and that um, that type of learning puts on a person. Mm. So I was like, okay, there is some gold in there. The repetition, there is definitely gold, but there there has to be something that changes. And so I took my love of um, dance and all things magical and I added it to repetition. And I was like, let's do this with our preschool classes. And so um, I created a program to where kids do the same thing every week, but each thing is super magical and imaginative and fun where kids don't realize that they're learning anything really. They're just having fun in this dance class. But then by the end of you know, three months pass by, parents will walk in and they'll see them doing like plies and tendus, but then having fun at the same time. And so, um, yeah, my heart is to put a fun spin on everything we do with dance. And um, yes, dance and ballet is a serious sport, but I think that there needs to be more fun and magic in it, especially for our little children. Yeah, yeah, you've got, you know, that's such a great point. I, I studied violin in school as a kid, and I love the violin, but when it's very rigid, and it has to be rigid for some, you know, if you're going to go and be a ballerina, you probably have to have that rigid, you know, you're not going to get on that stage otherwise. But for me, when I was like, I'm going to be a violinist someday, that's why I told my teacher, like, 10, he's like, okay, what else do you want to do? Because they realized that it took such great effort and, and dedication and practice, and the practice I got down, but I found that when I got to about 15, 16, I was dreading it because 
it's yeah. four hours of practice a day. I had my teacher and you're like, I'm not playing with my friends. And so, you know, it's not for everyone, but you can have the love of music and dance. And, and maybe if you're not going to be that ballerina or, you know, Carnegie Hall violinist, you could just have fun with it, learn to play and go jam with your friends and, and you know, or in your case, you know, move and, and be free to move your body. In our studio, Lovely Leaps is really for the beginning dancer who their parent, they, the kid says to their parent, like, I want to dance. I want to have fun. And the parents kind of don't know where to start with dance because there is a big dance world out there. Lovely Leaps is the perfect studio to start at because we bring the fun and structure to it, making kids feel more comfortable in their skin. Um, and not like comparing themselves to others. Like a lot of people, I said before that a lot of boys take our classes because the virtual ones, granted they're in the comfort of their own home. And so they're not feeling judged or um, looked at because they're a boy in a dance class, but they get to dance freely in their own space. And same with our in-person classes. Like we had, um, we had a little boy who came in with like hot pink nail polish. <laughs> it was so cute, yeah. And one of the kids, like they kind of, they didn't make fun of them, but then they, they like pointed it out. And so um, we were like, well, no, did you guys know hot pink nail polish makes you a better dancer? And then after that, like all the kids loved them. So it's just like, Lovely Leaps is like the great first studio yeah. to take the kid to so they feel comfortable with themselves. Yeah, now tell me how it's transitioned to a virtual world and what did that look like? And, and yeah. are the kids still able to jam and have as good a time virtually? How, what has it been like? Yeah, it's been such an adventure with this virtual learning. Um, we started back in March once when um, the shutdowns happened and we had to think quickly, like our entire business stopped overnight. Like we, we went from, you know, being in all these schools and customers to nothing. And so um, I was fortunate enough to have amazing parents who believed in me and my vision with dance. And they were like, we're gonna stick with you. So if you switch virtual, like, let's try it out. And so um, we, I started like the virtual classes with them, finished out all of their school programs virtually. And then I started offering a free Thursday dance class. And um, the whole point of dancing is performing. You get to practice your dance and then you get to perform. But with virtual learning, we're all online. So there's really no one to perform for unless like you show the video to someone. But um, so at the end of the month, I was like, let's have, granted these are preschoolers. So I'm like, let's have our princess hop on at the end of the month so she could watch us perform and answer questions and stuff. And so um, the kids loved it. They, they love the excitement of the and anticipation of like the princess she's coming in two weeks we have to learn this dance and they would like count down each week they're like she's coming next week and then so then when she came they were like starstruck and um so she got to like read to them answer their questions sing and like the whole shebang it was so beautiful and so um once things started opening up parents and kids were like, are you going to still offer your free virtual Thursday class? And I was like, you know, yeah, let's do it. Let's offer it for free. Let's keep it. So um, we offer it for free still on Thursdays for ages zero to three. And then for the princess class, three to six years old. Um, and those are two 
short, sweet classes. And then at the end of the month, they perform for the princess, which is amazing. And then um, we were like, okay, we have to start making money. Like, how, how are we? <laughs> like, we're giving this for free. We're growing our platform. We're growing our audience and um, influence, which is all amazing things yeah but now we're like okay <laughs> how do we, we turn pay the bills yeah <laughs> how do we turn this back into a business so i our focus is ages 10 months to 10 years old so i didn't really want to go above 10 years old and so i was like well what's popular with kids right now so i did my research i saw a whole bunch of like dance shows that kids loved mm -hmm. and so um I was like, let me simplify these dances so that then when the kid watches the show, they feel like they can dance along and do most of the movement with yeah. it without being too tricky. Mm -hmm. So all, so we took all of these shows and we simplified all the dances into short, like 30 second, not 30, about one minute dances. And um, the kids loved it. They felt like they were part of the movie. We got to like talk about the movie too and say who our favorite characters were. So we really built a community and that's what people started paying for. The parents loved the fact that there was 45 minutes that they knew their kid was, yes, they were um, on a computer screen, but the parents knew that they were talking to someone the parents trusted one of our instructors the kid was being supervised watched and they were learning something and they were being active so a lot of our parents were like this is perfect timing like i have a i have a work meeting in the other room so little sarah's gonna be here dancing with you i'll be in my meeting goodbye and so like <laughs> they went off and it was oh it wasn't like a babysitter but the parents trusted us yeah. to teach them dance while the parents were working mm. and it's, it, yeah it's, it's just so fabulous. And it's true. You know, you mentioned something very, very, very important. There was a, a guy I know who's trying to start up a, a lounge type uh, flight school thing. And he said, well, how am I going to get people to come in here? They don't know me. And I'm like, my one friend said, you need to build a community. You need to make it a place that this is a destination. You don't just come here to rent an airplane and go take it out and do something. You come here to be with other pilots. It is the pilot destination. And you've made the dance destination at Lovely Leaves. And it's great. Uh, kids are having a blast. Parents trust the environment. They know it's safe. It's it just fabulous. Where can people find out more if they're in your area, come and uh, join or not, they can join online yeah. on your Thursday. How can they do all of this? Yes, so virtually we have classes running from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So every hour on the hour, every single day. And then, so they can find us virtually on our website like that, www.lovelyleaps.com. And then if you guys are in San Diego, California, we are, our in-person classes are located in Escondido at the newly renovated The Grand Theater. So it's beautiful, it's a beautiful place. There's um, a coffee shop downstairs, there's a wine bar, restaurant upstairs, and then there's us in the middle. So it's perfect. Parents get to have drinks and coffee while waiting for their kids. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's a perfect combination. <laughs> but yeah, if you go on our website, lovelyleaps.com, you can find out all of the information. Oh, Lisa, this has been fabulous. I really, really, truly appreciate you coming out today to share. And for all the wonderful work you and Lovely Leaps are giving our children and parents, thank you so much for coming to Savvy Business today. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. 
If you liked this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Besides rare finds, secret shows, whether it's a musty concert or a must-have coin, curious types crave interesting experiences. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. 